The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. Now on Mitchell's Front Page, Talking Finance with station sponsor Geelong Bank. This segment contains general information only and does not take into account your personal objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acquiring any products, please consider whether they're appropriate for you by reviewing any terms and conditions, fees and charges, and the financial services guide. Vivian Allen is the CEO of Geelong Bank. Good morning. Good morning, Mitchell, and good morning to your listeners. Well, how are you going during this lockdown? And importantly, what is actually open and what services are available in finance? Well, again... um, continues to be an essential service and certainly at Geelong Bank we are open our normal hours. Um, We do have some of our staff members working from home at the moment um, as we've done in previous lockdowns but um, basically it's, it's business as usual. Um, little less traffic in, in the office but um, more uh, phone and email inquiries as, as you come to expect. Now, uh, over the weekend, I was having a look through some old bank statements, uh, doing a bit of work reconciling the finances, because why not in a lockdown? And I couldn't believe back about sort of 10, 12 years ago how much bank interest you used to get compared to today, where there's almost nothing. Well, that's correct. And and that's a a very nice segue into our topic, because um, what I wanted to talk about today was some investment scams, whereby... um, fraudsters are offering higher returns than what is currently available um, for term deposits and and other um, bank savings accounts. And people with savings would be looking at that money and thinking, yes, that money should be working harder and delivering me more of a return. So they're probably very open to listening to new opportunities to invest in. Well, that's right. And and particularly for people who are, you know, re- self-funded retirees or, or people who rely on that interest income to to um, boost their pensions and so forth, it is very tempting to look for high returns. Um, there's, there's probably just three I wanted to touch on, if I may. Yes. Um, so the first one, and, and this has come through um, ASIC, um, who is the manage uh, or the regulator of um, businesses and companies and and, um, legislation to do with finance. And the first one they're concerned about is a company called Bureau, which is spelt B-E-U-R-A-X, and it has promoted deposit plans and claimed investors could earn returns from 1.4% per day. Now, when you consider that most transaction accounts are not earning any interest at all, and probably on a term deposit or a, an at-call um, investment account, you'd probably the best you could do is about 0.4. So you'd be lucky um, to get 1.4% a year, let alone per day. Correct, correct. And obviously that's unrealistic. Um, and the because it's a highly speculative um, investment, it's high risk. Um, and the other alarm bell is that they, um, or this company, which is in fact registered. Well, that was my um, next it, question. Are these Australian yeah. companies? It is registered here, yes, Um, but um, just because it's registered doesn't mean it is viable 
or that it's got a sound business model. But um, they accept crypto assets or cryptocurrencies as payment. And of course, they're very difficult to trace if something goes wrong. Um, now, ASIC has actually got this one on their website um, and basically saying to people, don't do anything more. We have got um, enough information. But interestingly, um, HSBC, which of course is, is here in Australia, but also a, a, a huge bank worldwide, um, put out uh, a notice um, to their customers, and it's also on their website, about fake fixed income corporate bonds. And that was virus a scammer using the name Sarah Green. Um, the email address was finance at protonmail.com and they were contacting potential victors, victims and asking them to email fake um, HSBC email accounts um, to get a, a, a prospectus. And these bonds are, are not offered by HSBC um, and HSBC are, are, you know, asking people if they should get these sorts of emails to contact them straight away. Likewise, our oldest bank in Australia, Westpac, they also have um, put out notifications um, to their customers and website saying watch out for bond and investment scams. Um, and it, it's very much um, the same sort of approach that, you know, sort of less sophisticated scams have in that they're offering high investments and they're wanting you to act really quickly so you don't miss out and they're wanting you to scan your identification documents and then, of course, make a payment into a bank account that's got nothing to do with, with Westpac. So the question arising from all of these things is, what are the checks and balances that people should do before they consider new investment opportunities? And I suppose what sort of checks and balances should people use before giving away personal information, documents, ID, etc., to people that contact them like this? Well, it's it, it, the same principles. And, you know, unfortunately, I, I've spoken about scams many times on your program, but they, they keep on getting more sophisticated. Mm. But it is it, it comes back to to looking after your own um, identity, making sure that you have got appropriate um, security settings on your um, devices, um, and having having strong passwords, not um, having something like you know one two three ABC, um, and always with financial products you should get independent financial advice before you invest. Um, it, it, and you can do a lot of this checking prior to getting a formal um, or a qualified financial advisor just by going on the ASIC website. You can, they, they have got an, a whole heap of registers that um, do everything from business names to people who have been banned or disqualified. Um, there's the Money Smart um, website that also has information there. And the other important thing to um, to advise listeners is that to deal with Australian companies because if you invest with a foreign company directly and it turns out to be a fake, 
ASIC has got no jurisdiction to help you overseas. If you do want to invest in um, overseas assets, you can do so via investment companies that are based here in Australia and might have, um, you know, pooled funds or investments and the like. So really important to, to bear those sorts of things in mind. If you do invest in, Austra- in an Australian company, but it turns out that their business model isn't great, uh, perhaps like that first one that you mentioned, mm. do you have any recourse under Australian consumer law or no? Well, it, uh, that, that's one of the reasons why ASIC um, always ask for it to be reported to them and also to be reported to, to the police because that enables them to do investigation. Now, some of these things can take a lot of time, unfortunately, but I can tell you that not a day would go by without me getting multiple notifications from ASIC about um, people who've been disqualified from being directors, who've been taken to court, um, who have um, are forbidden from being directors of, of companies um, in the future. So there is recourse, um, but it, the important thing is, is not to try and do that by yourself, is to, to get the professionals to help you. And that point that you made about seeking independent financial advice is probably a good one. I mean, when you hear about people that have been burnt by scams and they've invested probably their entire life savings and they're really banking Mm. their retirement on this investment coming good, that probably would have been some good due diligence given that there was so much at stake when they made that investment. Yes, that's right. And, And look, you know... There are, there's, in any profession, there's going to be people who will take advantage of vulnerable people. And it, it always comes down to, to the principle, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And doing some of your own research as opposed to just accepting an offer because it sounds, it sounds good or the person who's talking to you makes, uh, a, you know, they're very skilled and may convince you that this is a legitimate investment. Um, it, it's always a good idea to take a bit of time before you part with your well, um, hard-earned money. Mm. Well, uh, lots of things to think about there, but I think the main one is just check, check, and check again, and even probably mm. just get that second opinion. You know, f- members of your family would probably be able to speak to you about um, what looks good, because sometimes people just get caught up in the moment, and sometimes just that second piece of advice can be all it takes to avoid being scammed. Absolutely, and and look, you know, you're you know certainly with our our customers at Geelong Bank, we have had people. Um, speak to us and say, hey, I got this, you know, it doesn't look right. And we can help, um, if not uh, by searching ourselves, but pointing people in the right direction. And really any bank would be more than happy to do that for um, for their customers because it is, it is such a big problem and it's in everybody's interest to um, reduce the risk as, as much as possible. Well, thanks for being on the program once again and we'll catch up again next month, hopefully lockdown free and maybe even with you back in the studio for another finance topic. That'd be great. All the best. Thank you. Vivian Allen with us there, the CEO of uh, Geelong Bank. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.